Hi guys, welcome back to Cool Normal Girl, podcast by Lexi Regan. So today, I am coming at you with a fucking story. And this is a solo episode. I have never done a solo episode thus far in my podcasting career. And I enjoy having a guest. Like, I think it's fun. It's cool. Whatever. I like having another person to go off of. But this is just a story. And I usually when I get upset or pissed off about a certain thing, I have a really toxic trait and I will post like a really weird tweet or like I'll put something on my snap, my Instagram story. Um, but those go away. Like I usually will delete the tweet or like I'll delete the Instagram story. It'll be up for like a little bit and that thing will even disappear for 24, like after 24 hours. I would like this to be cemented into my digital footprint for the rest of my life. So, (laughs) with that being said, welcome to the story. On Sunday, I'm working a brunch shift at my job. Also, for context for the listeners, I may be like this cool, chill podcast girl. No, I'm not. Um, I work seven days a week. I have two jobs. I work in restaurants that's a huge part of my life and that will be touched on in upcoming more upcoming episodes um but I'm working a brunch shift at my job and if you've ever worked in the service industry brunch fucking sucks because you probably worked Saturday night and you got home late and most of the time you go out on Saturday nights but you can't go out on Saturday night you have to miss out on all the fun because you have to work brunch so I'm working brunch. I'm just miserable. I'm tired. Um, I woke up late for brunch anyway. Like, I didn't even get ready. I'm having a rough day. And something, like, I, I something in me was not processing. You know, I was just having a rough day. Just being tired. So I get a text from my friend while I'm working brunch. Usually, I keep my phone not in the front of, like, in the dining room, but for some reason today, I did, and I have my phone on the bar. I'm talking to Olivia, who's been on the podcast, and I get a text from my best friend in the entire world. Did you just log on to my Snapchat? I don't care. I just hope it wasn't someone else. So, for context, we made these documents for each other, and we put all of our passwords that we would ever need. So say I die, because that's more likely than her dying early. She can then go into my accounts and delete all of the incriminating stuff. She can make sure, like, no one's going to find anything post-mortem. My parents will still love me. Like, everyone will still love me. Nothing will come out. All of the incriminating stuff will be erased from the world, right? So, we decided to send these documents on Snapchat, which is fucking stupid. I know it's fucking stupid. Looking back at it, so fucking stupid. But it already happened. And so, I have her Snapchat password. She has mine. And I'm like, no, I didn't log in. I'm not using... I don't use Snapchat. I haven't used this thing in months. In a year, maybe. 
like I don't fucking use that app, so I go to check my account, because then she's like, oh, she already got back into her account, but she's like, what are you screenshotting, and I'm like, I'm not screenshotting anything, I go to log into my account, and I'm logged out, like, I go to open the app, and I'm logged out, so I'm like, oh, cool, someone's in my fucking account, and one of the things in the document is our my eyes only passwords which if you don't know what my eyes only is maybe you're ancient maybe you're i don't know but this is like a locked vault that you can put photos and videos in and i would use my the my eyes only feature also like apple has one now um that's like locked which i use I don't use Snapchat, so I use the Apple one or just delete things that I feel need to be hidden from my phone. Um, so, in the, like, I would use this vault on Snapchat in high school to, like, put videos of me, like, drinking or drunk, smoking weed, like, say my mom takes my phone or whatever, because she still could at that point, like, I didn't want her to see anything incriminating, and I just wanted it hidden. But then, of course, like, if I... I've taken a provocative photo ever in my life, allegedly, it would have been in there. Because I don't want that thing on my iCloud. Put it in Snapchat, because it's Snapchat. Stupid. So let's just say, if I ever have all of the provocative photos of myself are in this vault. Let's continue. So there's a thing on Snapchat you can also do to download your data data, whatever, and she does it first. She checks the login history, and she gets an IP address of who logged in, so I do the same thing. I download my data, and I have the same IP address that logged into my account that day. They logged into mine first, and they had been on it for like 20 minutes, then logged into hers, then logged back into mine. They've been logging, they had been logging into my account all day. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to kill myself if this is a real hack. I'm just freaking out because I'm like, this is probably, like, how did I get hacked? Like, I have pretty complicated passwords for everything. Like, I am, I have never, ever once thought that I am going to get hacked. And then someone logs into her email account. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. They try to log into her Instagram account. And she tells me that something was screenshotted in our chat. And now I'm realizing, okay, it's the password sheets that we made. This is what the person has screenshotted. So I'm freaking the fuck out at this point. I have no idea what's going on. I started to cry because I was like, cool. Um, my life is ruined. It's a felony for, like, stealing information. She's sending me all this stuff, like, that they're gonna go to prison. I trace the IP address, and it says St. Louis, Missouri. We have the same IP address logging into our account. So, at this point, I'm still thinking, like, okay, someone is just, like, hacking into our accounts, and, you know, I'm looking up Reddit. Uh, I'm, like, on Reddit on my phone, like, searching our names because I'm, like, if anything is to come out, like, I'm going to actually end my life. Like, my life is ruined. So, 
continuing on, I finished my shift at work and it's towards the end of my, my time. I decide to look further into the download that I made from Snapchat with all my data and I'm going through, I'm backlogging it and I find the first account of when this IP address had logged into my account, which was in fucking June. So, for the past six months, someone has been logging into my Snapchat, and I'm seeing what they're doing. They're, like, in my, I can, you can see your account history. They're unblocking my entire block list, and then searching the name, and, like, because I can see the search history. So, all these people that I've blocked have been unblocked, and then they're searching the name. Um, I'm assuming to look through the chats that we have saved, and I have quite a few people blocked for quite a few fucking reasons, and they're like, it's just such an invasion of privacy, like, I am just freaking the fuck out, because now this whoever has hacked my account knows a lot more about me than I thought, and it's not just, like, they have a picture of my boobs, they have personal conversations with people that I fucking hate, people that have wronged me, like, of course, like, in high school, but, like, still, like, there's a lot of information, and there's a reason I have most of those people blocked, so, at this point, I feel like my life is ruined, and we decide that we're going to go to the police station because it's a cybercrime. Um, she knows more about this stuff than I do. I'm clueless to all of it. I just feel like um, everything's irredeemable. I change my password for everything, but I, I like go over the list, and all of the passwords had been changed except for Snapchat. Keep this, keep this fact in mind. I changed all my passwords after my big breakup because I knew that he knew the password that I was using. So I get off work, I go home, I take a shower, I think about dying because I feel like everything's over. Like they're gonna people are gonna find out everything about me at this point. And in the shower I remember, hmm, the only two people in the world who have my passwords are her and my ex-boyfriend. I'm keeping this in the back of my head. I drive over to her house. We had made the plan that we're going to go to the police station, report what happened, just in case, like, get ahead of whatever is to come. And while I'm there, I was like, okay, maybe it is my ex. We were, like, going over people who don't like us, and I'm like, okay, the timeline makes sense. We broke up at the end of May. Like, the last time we talked was June. It could be him. And I have his number. He has me blocked, so I can't call him. But he doesn't have her blocked. So I call him on her phone, and I'm just like, he won't answer. Um, I know that he has her contact because I, I just remember that he had her contact. So I'm calling and calling. I'm like, you have to, like, this is very serious. Um, like, this is very serious. You need to answer the phone. And he's like, I'm with my family. I can't. Like, I'm texting from her phone. And I was like, well, we're about to go to the police station, so it'd be in your best interest to answer. He's like, okay, I can call. Do you want to FaceTime? No, I don't want to see your face. So we call, and of course, I record the conversation. I've recorded every conversation I've had with him like since the end um I was recording our conversations because I'm crazy but I want evidence and I I get like I was just I get nervous when I talk to him 
um, we had only had like one phone call after a breakup and that was, I recorded that and I've listened to that conversation so many times because in the moment I like black out when I talk, when I was talking to him. So I record the conversation and I basically lie and I say, Hey, so the IP address that we trace is coming to your town. It didn't, it was going to St. Louis, Missouri, but I, I knew that if I said it was coming to his town, he would like, if it was him, his demeanor would change and he would possibly admit to being him. And it does change. I know exactly how he gets when he's lying. Like, I know it happens. So he gets all defensive. He's like, what are you talking about? I don't have the mental capacity to do that to you. And I'm like, well, this is just what I'm getting. Like, the IP address is tracing to your town. I'm about to go to the police with, insert best friend's name, and her father, who's like this big, scary Italian man. And I was like, I just wanted to know if it was you, because I would much rather not report you to the police if it is you. Which is totally the fucking opposite. If I found out it was him in that moment, I would have reported his ass and got him arrested if I could. I would have done anything. Like, he's a piece of fucking shit. So, I try to scare him a little bit. I lie. He's like, no, 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 it's not me, it's not me. And I'm just getting pissed, because, like, everything is coming back to me. Like, hearing his voice is freaking me out. I literally have not talked to him in six months. And I'm like, well... It kind of makes sense considering our breakup timeline and the fact that people in your little crowd of your little crowd of women still stalk me every single fucking day. Like your mom stalks me on Instagram, your new girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend watches my stories every day, like stalks me on every fucking account I have. Like what is good? And he was like, Yeah, they look at your account because you have the podcast. He said, you have a Spotify podcast and a blog, meaning my Substack, and you talk about me. And I was like, no, like I have a podcast and I have a Substack and I don't have a fucking blog. It's a publication actually. And I don't just talk about you, but yeah, I've written about you. And I have been making hints towards the fact that I have an essay coming out, which I do, about our relationship and about him. And he said that they've noticed and they're just curious about what I'm going to say. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't explain why I've been getting stalked by the by this girl, your girlfriend now, for six months. Like, it's fucking deranged. I'm sorry, but, like, I understand you looking at your ex's ex-girl, like, your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend for, like a few weeks whatever like you check it out once like you get like i i understand but six months straight is fucking absurd and you need mental health you need mental help i'm sorry girl i know you're listening because i now know that you guys listen to my podcast hi welcome you need severe mental help and you need to fix your brain same goes for you sir you also need severe mental health help. You need an expert. I don't even think you are curable. Maybe, girl, you're not even curable either. Anyway, he tells me this. And I'm like, 
oh, okay, well, like, even, like, do you think it's a possibility that you have given my password to this girl so she, because she clearly is obsessed with me and likes to stalk me, is it a possibility she has my password and is going to my stuff? Especially because you both live in the same town. It's tracing to your town, lying. And he's like, well, I can ask her, but, like, I highly doubt it. And I'm like, why? She's dealing with a lot right now. I'm like, okay, well, she still is, like, looking at my shit every day, so I don't get it. She's dealing with the fact that her mom died. I'm so, I just sat up. I'm, I'm feeling the rage, okay? He tells me that this girl's mom died, and that's why she couldn't be the one to hack my account. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe her mom died. That's awful. But, like, she's still stalking me. Like, that clearly doesn't stop her. I don't even know, like, she's going through a lot, her mom, like, her mom passing away has just been, like, a big thing, whatever, and he's trying to convince me that it's not them, and I was like, he said he's gonna ask her if it was her, what the fuck, like, what the fuck, so I'm like, I feel bad at this point, I'm like, oh, shit, like, this girl's mom died, that's fucking awful, but I don't really believe it. Maybe that's wrong of me to say, but when I got off the phone, I turned to my friend and I said, I don't think the mom died. And I'm looking up her name. It's very fucking easy. Internet is free. It's easy to find out what your mom's name is. Sorry. Um, and whatnot. And I find the mom's Facebook and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep an eye on this for the next few days and we'll see if the mom is dead. Because if she is, then I believe them. Oh, I believe him. But if not, I have my answer. So, eventually, her and I, we go to the police station. We try to report it, and they're just like, no, like, you can't really report that here. So, we give up. I just go home. I'm kind of fuming, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I work the next day. I'm working a double. It's a long day you know, and Tuesday rolls around, yesterday, I have the morning off, kind of like I have the morning off now, and I decide to look at the mom's Facebook, and guess who posted on Facebook? The mom, the dead mom posted on Facebook. Oh my fucking god, the dead mom posted on Facebook. This morning, the dead mom posted on Facebook. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. The mom isn't dead. Like, what the fuck? You cannot, like, just the sh- the fact that he said that this girl's mom died is such an awful thing to put out into the universe, one. And two, that is fucking crazy to say. That is so insane to say that someone died to get out of something fucked up that you probably did. And now I have my answer. I don't even care if it's not the truth. I have my answer. And I, he told me, I even, like, I, I don't know why I get manipulated by men so easily, but even on the phone he was telling me, that I'm ruining his life with the podcast and with my substack. 
I've barely posted anything on Substack. Like, I've posted one shitty fucking essay that I wrote when I was freaked the fuck out. Like, I don't even know. I just wrote something and posted it. Like, I've been taking my time with this new thing to be respectful and intellectual and whatnot. And with the podcast, I don't fucking care. Like, at the end of the day, you have done a lot. This person did so much to me and practically ruined my life. Like, I am now still dealing with the consequences of his actions. I'm still living in my parents' house. Like, I had to run away back here because I couldn't, I could no longer live with him in our apartment. I had to leave the city that I moved all of my things to. I had to ship all my stuff in the mail by UPS. Like, I had to run away from you. And you're telling me that I'm ruining your life by using some of (laughs) the my older things that you've done and putting them on the internet without your name like without any identifying things yeah of course you can probably if you figure out like who my ex-boyfriend is good for you he is a piece of shit and I don't really care but I'm not doing anything wrong by talking about my life experience I wouldn't have these things to talk about if you never did anything fucking awful to me And now to add to the list, I'm pretty sure you hacked my account. I don't know why you did this. Like, what is the fucking point? Like, actually, what is the point? Is it revenge because I guessed your weak password to get into your OnlyFans account and I saw that you were porn sick freak? Um, is it the fact that I would go through your phone sometimes because you were legitimately fucking weird? Um... Is it because I saw your Reddit history? Before Kanye West got tweeted, but, uh, sorry. Before Kanye West was suspended from Twitter, he said something pretty insightful. The use of porn destroyed my family, but Jesus will hear, heal everything. And I was like, damn, that's so fucking facts. Because that was my little family. You were my little family and we lived together. And you know, you were my family, but porn ruined your life. I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I think the hacking of my Snapchat was revenge because I hacked his, like, porn accounts, and I saw what he was doing, and I called him out on his weird fucking behavior, and I was honestly traumatized, like, seeing that thing on someone you love's account, like, I don't even know. It was fucking awful, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we're equal now. Um, I think you're an awful person. I hope your girlfriend knows that you literally lied and said that her mom passed away. Um, because that is disgusting. Like, that is honestly fucking disgusting. I have so many friends. I have so many people in my life that I love that have dealt with, like, a parent passing away and dealt with someone in their family close very close in their family dying and it's tragic it's awful and for you that to roll off your tongue so easily for you to say that not once but twice in the conversation that we had i have you on video like i have you on recording of what you said to me that her mom died and that's why she couldn't have been doing this to me that's why she probably doesn't care about petty drama even though she does stalk every fucking account that I have every single day. She has the time to tweet that bitches are psychotic in reference to me 20 minutes later after a phone call, but she doesn't have... Like, I thought her mom was dead. 
the mom is dead, but she's posting on Facebook. So she's alive. And you're just a fucking psychotic liar. That's what I figured out. I, I like, actually... I, I can't even, like, I, I've look, I was looking up this woman's death certificate, like, I was looking up obituary with this last name, like, so, I have my answer, and I know who my Snapchat was hacked by, and unfortunately, there will never be a Lexi Regan reveal online, everything is deleted, everything is gone, unless, you know, you are planning on doing something with this content, go a fucking head um have fun with it i don't really care at this point you're a piece of shit you are truly a piece of shit like i am so fucking sorry for being rude and this basically just being an attack on you but this is what you get you are evil you are really fucking evil and evil can be very romantic there's two sides of evil there's imitation evil and it's boring, but true evil is intoxicating and that's why I've been, I was so obsessed with you, not anymore. I loved when I found like the love and poetry and acts of your evil. It's like an art, like it's beautiful and there's always a story in the event of evil. Oh my god. I am just... I'm just, I don't even know. Thank you for listening to this mess of an episode. Have a great rest of your day, guys. Um, hey, by the way, thank you so much for doing this because this gives me full permission to use your name in my essay. All right, guys. I wish I was special. You're so fucking special. But I'm a creep